to the Water and Stone podcast. I'm Jenny Randolph. And I'm Dita Randolph, and this is the sound of my voice. And this is episode 40. Episode 40. You know, I have to say that I went back and I listened. I mean, I listen to all of the episodes when they come out, but I went back and I listened to a few because 40 is kind of a milestone and all that. We'll talk about that. But almost every episode, especially at the beginning, even if I don't say anything, you can hear the sharp intake of breath that I'm just thrilled that, ooh, episode two, we made it to episode three, guys. Episode seven, what? And so I, I, I won't even try to hide my enthusiasm that we're at episode 40. I, I do want to apologize. We had some technical difficulties last week, and so we had to give everybody a week's break from the podcast. But we are back, we are recording, and uh, all is indeed well. We're doing good. So as we gather around, what do you got for me this week? Oh, man. Well, in the in the two weeks, really, since we recorded last, a great many things have gone on just all across the spectrum. If you follow us online, you know about some of the things. We'll talk about some of the things. One of the things that's at the top of mind for me right now, for whatever reason, I can't quit thinking about it, in fact, is the other day a bunch of us went and saw the, the sequel to Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. Now, that movie was huge for me as a... Look, as a nerd, sorry, can't help it. As a geeky sort of person, um, that movie was huge for me when it came out in the 80s. Han Solo's in it. I mean, come on. But it's got all of the things. It's based on a novel by Philip K. Dick. And if you know about science fiction stuff, that guy wrote books that inspired like almost every science fiction movie you know. Like Minority Report and Paycheck and... and on and on and on and on total recall of course blade runner and i mean go look him up on uh, on wikipedia incredible kind of weird guy as a lot of those type of dudes were but this movie in particular blade runner was huge for me i think it was one of the first movies i saw as a kid where i thought oh wow this represents something it's not just a story about you know, Harrison Ford running around and getting the ham salad beaten out of him at one point in the movie. But more than that, it's it, it represents something. And so going back and seeing it, and I've seen the movie many, many times since then, and uh, it's a movie about what it means to really be human, what it means to really be alive. What, what are those qualities? Because it's not the mechanics of a body, for example. And so that movie was huge for me. It made a big impression on me. And I think one of the reasons why I still am fascinated with storytelling and movies in general, those are the myths that we make in our culture. And so, you know, some of them not so important. Some of them are really important. So that was a huge moment for me. And so I've been really excited about this movie coming out. And I'll be honest, the movie didn't go some of the places that I would have wanted it to go and that sort of thing. But first of all, gorgeous movie. Just dreamy and weird and wonderful but also there's a message there about control and release and creativity and, once again, what makes you human. And I think it picked up the thread very well. I just absolutely adored it, and I want to see it again soon. What did you think of it? Well, I have a sordid history mm-hmm. with, with uh, the Blade Runner original movie. I, I, for whatever reason, now, I have seen it a few times from start to finish. Because you're married to me. And that right. sort of, there's, there's some. And it is a fantastic movie. There are compulsory events in the Olympics of our lives. And that's one yep. of them. Yep. Beautiful message. I'm right there with everything that you just said. And I, I can tell by the tone of your voice that you're super excited about it. <laughs> and, but 
it is one of those movies where I can barely make it through all the way through the movie without falling asleep. This is the original. The, the original movie. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because it's a dark movie, because it's a dreamy movie, because it's just very slow. I don't know what it is. And I am a movie kind of... I'm a movie nerd. Well, we and, love movies. And the I meaning was never lost in you. It's not that. I could see where somebody who's... You know, not firing on all cylinders wouldn't wouldn't have anything. I know that's not. No, who no, you I, are. I, yeah. I, I get it. Yeah. I, no, you know, no, you no, I get it. That's that's not the problem. I don't. Uh, to be honest, I don't know what it is. But if I can't go to sleep, guess what movie goes on? Blade Runner, and I am literally out in fifteen minutes. I we were showing it to a friend for the first time the other day, and I was so bound and determined to make it through. <laughs> we had finished dinner together. And I had a full belly and See, I was just mistake. sort of relaxed yeah. and it went on and I was just like, I was fighting. My eyelids were heavy and it was crazy. But anyway, so love the movie. Um, the the new one, the sequel. Blade Runner 2049. I right, think. the sequel. Um, I thought was really good. I think I need to see it again. Um, the message is very clear. Um, they don't beat you over the head with it but just a hair's breath away from that yeah i don't um, yeah i get that they kept the style beautifully i love that um but again i need to see it again to really to really absorb it and to really kind of make a final decision about it i don't think it's as good as the first one but hardly any movies are right i mean yeah, you could fair. say that you could say that about any that's- movie on a completely different topic, there's something that is beyond debate, beyond consideration. It just is. It's a force of nature. It's one of those things that happens for us St. Petersburg people in uh, every fall. And I'm not talking about pumpkin spice anything. I'm over it already. Don't get me started. But what I am talking about is the return of the Saturday morning market. Oh, I'm so happy. Yeah, I... I love Saturday morning market, Sylvia's waffles and sunflowers <laughs> and the honey place and the place where we get our eggs and Papadel pasta and all that. Yeah, well, what, it's so good. If you're I, not, I, you I should Google it. for St. Petersburg Saturday morning market or whatever, something along those lines. You'll find yeah, it. Yeah, it's called Saturday morning market. Right. But I mean, I'm sure there's other places in the world, but the St. Pete one is the finest in the world because St. Petersburg, Florida is, of course, the finest city on the face of the earth, as everyone knows. But in the when it starts to get cool enough, and we're just getting there now, it starts in October, and it goes until, I think, March. May. Oh, May. Okay. It goes until May. But every Saturday morning, in the parking lot of the stadium of the Tampa Bay Rowdies, our soccer team and all that, um, there is a beautiful market that just shows up every Saturday morning, and there's food trucks, and there's organic farming stalls and there's crafts people and just anything you can imagine and the whole town shows up it seems like it's so neat we, we always see people that we know it's it's just so much fun to go there and eat ridiculously crazily good food and just be part of the town as you know we just absolutely love this town and so it's a chance to do that the kettle corn alone is worth a trip. Now the kettle corn is serious business. Yeah. It's... What's your favorite thing? Is it the the Sylvia's waffles? Oh. Sylvia, by the way, is actually Belgian. You yeah, I mean, she's amazing. Yeah, she really is. But she was um, smart enough to come from Belgium to to be here in St. Petersburg. No, I I love everything about it. I really do. I I love walking it and um, 
there's this place that makes beautiful baskets and a few different bakeries every once in a while there's a place called bob's cookies that, that has amazing cookies and the cool thing about bob's cookies is they also will tell you a story with every bag of cookies and it gets crazier and crazier there's a french place that makes this incredible egg and cheese croissant that i get every time i go and there's an iced coffee place that when i was a little kid i would just burn through chocolate milk like i would get my glass of chocolate milk and it would be gone before food was even part of the equation and i would kind of get you know you're you're gonna ruin your appetite you're drinking too much chocolate milk i'm sorry the first step is to admit you have a problem but i'm not taking that step this iced coffee is like that for me and so there's like a million things like that and i guess what i want you to know as the listener is Come to the St. Petersburg Saturday morning market. You'll probably bump into us. We go all the time when it's in season. But the other thing is so much changes when you just take an interest in your community. Look, I'm sorry if you're listening to this. Your community is not as cool as St. Petersburg. But I'm sure it's it's close, right? There's stuff going on in your town that will make you feel like part of the town. I think there's something really beautiful about that. Go find your equivalent of, of that kind of a thing. And it, it really is absolutely transformative. And one of the things that I wanted to talk about that that reminded me of, talking about engaging, talking about taking a moment, talking about being present, and talking about amazing food, there's something else that's been going on in our universe that you just got to know about. I'm so excited, proud, thrilled, just over the moon about this. And and please. Well, I have been doing something that is brand new and I've been thinking about it for a really long time and it's been just we've been working on it and working on it and working on it and and for forever oh yeah for for a little while yeah it's it's it has been on my mind or heart in one way or another for a long time and we just launched our first episode of the show this day um, on our YouTube channel, on our Water and Stone YouTube channel, it's a part of the of our full mission. But the it's Water kind and of Stone a, family of programming. Yeah, it, well, but it's <laughs> I nobody is doing this, and that's one of the reasons um, that I think it took me so long is because I couldn't find an example of it anywhere. And sometimes that's a good thing, and sometimes that's a really hard thing. But nobody is really doing cooking plus spirituality. And it's not spirituality or religion that kind of beats you over the head. I mean, the videos are not ever going to be more than 10 minutes Well, long. and it's not, I will compare this this chocolate chip cookie to Jesus Christ. No, you know, no, it's, no, no, it's no, no, it's not that like that. It's not that kind of heavy-handed stuff. And it's really not. But it, it is combining the, the two things that I absolutely adore and love. If you know us, we talk about food all the time. I'm always in the kitchen. I'm always making something. And I love to not only feed up my family, but also just feed people in general. And I love the work that we're doing through the church. I, I really love to teach. Mm. And so, so this, is, this is kind of combining both. So the show is called This Day. And like I said, it's brand new. There's a new episode coming out every Friday. And... We're going to try it through the end of the year, through the end of December. So we're going to have a total of 13 episodes that come out every Friday. And then we're going to see kind of what the response is and, and whether or not we're going to keep going with it and, and continue with it. So 
Go check it out, really. I mean, I know we're not in our check it out section Doesn't quite matter. yet because that, that's a... No, but, but we're it, in and, the part where we're talking about what's on our hearts and what we've been up to. And Jenny, this is huge. I got to tell you, I am so excited about it and I'm barely involved. I mean, I've been here sort of cheering you on and I'm honored to get to do that. But I've been sort of in the background while you and the, the director and the camera people are doing their stuff and while you've been planning this stuff. And, and maybe, you know, I like to think maybe I had some little teeny bit of input, but the truth is this is you and I am so proud of you. And it is awesome. It's, I mean, everything about it, you're brilliant and beautiful and wise. And of course we all know this, but even like the way it's edited is, is um, incredible. Well, it's I so, have to and say, the whole thing is amazing. I, I want to just say two things before we move on to our dig in section. Oh no, I am more um, to say after. <laughs> but one of the things is I, I'm getting pictures sent to me, um, of the food that people are making. And it's really amazing. Um, I'm, I'm tearing up as I'm talking about it. Um, so it's, it's really, you, you have no idea. Um, cause this is my heart that yeah. I kind of put out there. And so that is super fabulous and I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry, <laughs> but I'm tearing up and you can probably hear it in my voice, but it's just, I really, really, um, man, I'm touched. I'm so touched. Yeah. So, so Me touched. Too. Me too. Um, and the other thing that happened now that I'm drying my eyes. Um, the other thing that happened is things are starting to kind of get interesting. I have a hairdresser coming to my house the next time I film, and she's just coming because she wants to be a part of this. She's going to do your hair. Well, because, yeah, and, because and it's just, just it's as amazing. a little, little inside baseball, Jenny does, right now the plan, I mean, we're you're going to be open to whatever, but the plan right now is four episodes you know one episode a week but you filmed all of the episodes for this month back to back to back to back in one in yeah one we go. did about four or five hours of filming and we do a month's worth of of recipes and that's how it's best designed it's the best use of time for everybody and so that's what that's what we've been doing and so the next time we film we're going to be filming for november we're going to be filming the end of this month and uh, so that'll be our thanksgiving month and our thanksgiving special but so in between episodes in, in that one long day you're going to have to change your change hair clothes, and change, change everything it's like and filming I, a game show or something like that you know it's so much fun and the the person directing it is is amazing and you know ever everything else so but i just want to take a moment and say if you have watched thank you so much and if you are getting ready to watch thank you so much um it really is a labor of love it is a piece of my heart and i am just so honored and so touched that people are responding so positively it's awesome So we have something special that we want to talk about um, for the dig in part of the podcast this time. And it's special because this is our 40th episode. And so we really want to talk about the number 40. We want to talk about it, how it comes up in the Bible so much, how it comes up in society so much, and what does it all mean, and where are we going, and you know... It, are we having the midlife crisis of the podcast? <laughs> yeah. Pretty soon this podcast going to maybe get its hair colored and get a convertible. Be driving a convertible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, okay, so let me let me start out by saying what it doesn't mean. Let's be very, 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 very clear about this. Numbers are not 
magical. Everybody knows somebody that's like when you move into a new house, you're like, oh, the numbers on your address, one plus two plus 12 equals, and that equals one. And that's a spiritual number because that means, you know, no, there's nothing magic about the numbers of your address. The reason your address is that way is because the people on either side of you have, have numbers above and below it. There's, it's not mystical. It doesn't work that way. Okay. Truth though. Have you <laughs> oh ever, boy. have you ever done that? Everybody does I've that. done it. I've done it. I've done it. I've done it too, but it's, it's silly. The reason that we do that is that we always are looking, even if we don't know what we're doing, we're looking for meaning. We're looking for depth. We're looking for a transcendent connection. And the thing is, sometimes people don't know that that connection is in your heart. And so you look for it in other places. Oh, it's in the stars. I'm a Capricorn. And that means that, and if you read the horoscope, I know this is an aside, but I, I'm going to go here. Read the horoscope for your sign. And it'll say, you know, now's the time to plan big things. And uh, you're a caring person. And maybe you should let somebody know that. Oh, that's kind of, all right. All right. But do me a favor and read a different sign's horoscope. And it'll say, you're a caring person, and now's the time to do big things. The planets have nothing to do with the decisions that you need to make to be the kind of person that you are. That's a cop-out. Take your power back. And in the exact same way, take your power back. You don't get to go, well, I had a bad day because the number on the building I was in didn't equal something auspicious. Come on now. We're bigger than that. So I want to say at the, at the top of all this, it's not like, oh, we've reached 40 and 40 is a magic number. No, it's a sign for something and we are celebrating the conditions that that sign speaks to. That's all. It's not a magic number. Right. That said, there's something really cool about getting to 40. Oh, yeah. I think just in general. I think uh, I, you know, a couple <laughs> years into the 40s and I'm digging it. I really am. I'm... I'm I really am enjoying my 40s and I know that that's not exactly what we're talking about but but I think that people there's something when you hit that number it's like oh what you know you're like 40 and that's it a big seems one. and, it, and yeah. it is I think I think it's a I think it's a big one you you kind of you kind of take a minute um when you get into your 40s but I loved my 30s but I really am digging my 40s yeah. I, I I really am I think it's really good but speaking of numbers as we go into, you know, what what all of this means, um, I was doing some research because we knew what we were going to talk about tonight. Um, and the number 40 appears 146 times in the Bible. Wow. Yeah, in, in scripture. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. But it's not really surprising when you think about, think about the 40s that you know off the top of your head. I mean, you know. 40 days and 40 nights, you know, the, the Noah and the ark, you mm -hmm. know, you think about the punishment that the Romans gave was, uh, was 40 lashes. Ezekiel slept on his side for 40 nights. Yeah. The yeah. children of Israel ran, ran around the wilderness for, for 40 years in an area roughly the size of Largo, Florida. Yeah. Map. They needed Wolf. a map. Woof. What? Well, you know, the, the I... joke, there's a joke in there by the guys wouldn't stop to ask for directions or whatever. Yep. But, but I'm, yeah. And there's, there's, there's a lot of those. You know, 40 years in the wilderness. So why? The reason is, you know, I guess inflation being what it is. Nowadays, we would say, look, I told you a million times. And obviously, you don't really mean that you've told them a million times. What you mean is, we're done with this. We're over this. Mm -hmm. We've been through all this enough for you to get it through your thick skull, so right. to speak. 
And that's kind of what 40 represents. In the parlance of the time, 40 means you got to the other end of a trial. Right. It's a period of testing, a period of trial. Um, you know, just as an aside, too, it takes 40 weeks to make a human baby. And that's the perfect analogy. And that's probably the actual root of this. I was thinking that, too, as I was looking into this a little bit. Yeah, I would, I would guess... And I've read a number of theories about it, but that is, I think that's the most compelling one, is that, you know, observing that that's about how long it takes, that number begins to take on a mystical significance. And we have it everywhere. I mean, think about it. When's the last time you got 40 winks? Mm -hmm. You know, that's not in the Bible, but the idea is you got where you needed to go. Right. You know, that's really what it means is you got to the other side of what was required. And I absolutely adore that. I adore that for all kinds of reasons. I adore that because, you know, we've been doing this podcast for a while, 40 episodes specifically, and there are still pieces of it where, you know, you can hear it. We're figuring stuff out. We had technical difficulties last week. It doesn't always go the way that we think it's going to go. Sometimes we start out with a plan to talk about one thing and then some crazy thing happens in the news or, oh, I don't know, a hurricane. Right. <laughs> stuff happens. But the, the point is, I think that getting to 40 is a sign of not not being done with the whole process because we're never done, but getting over the hump. Right. You know, 40 is the Wednesday of your life's week, if you follow my meaning. And there's something really cool about getting there. I love the idea that, you know, we've got stuff to do, but we're through the wilderness. Mm -hmm. I want you to think about what your 40 has been. Whether it's 40 years on the calendar of your life or just, oh, that was how long it took for me to bumble around in the wilderness of that relationship, for example, or that job until I finally found my voice, found my power, decided that enough was enough. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? 40 is whatever it took. And, you know, I, I really want, I really want us to get good at that. And, and what I mean by that is we live in a culture where it's not okay to, to show weakness. You know what I mean? You, you're not really successful unless you have never made a mistake. You know what I mean? That's what. Well, there's this illusion of this life that, the, that you portray on your Facebook or your social media and, every, you know, the perfect pictures and it's composed and there's no, you know, and all that. It's supposed to be a veneer sure. over everything. Absolutely. But, you know, it, it's so funny because this actually fits in. I'm not going to get into the film again because I talked about it enough. But the idea of Blade Runner, part of it is that these people, by, by outer appearances, are flawless. They're all beautiful people. But mm -hmm. there's no there there. You know, there's no substance, there's no depth. And the truth is, everybody's going through something. And in fact, part of what I want people to hear in this podcast, this episode is, let's be more gentle with each other. Because people are fighting battles and experiencing growing pains and things that you have no idea about. So let's just take a minute and breathe through some stuff for each other. You know what I mean? But, but part of it too is, it's really easy in a religious tradition that says you draw lessons to yourself based on what you're ready for. Based on your heart and your head, you get your lessons. And it's so easy to go, oh, well, therefore, right. because I've had a rough time, 
that means I'm a jerk. Yeah, and I'm no good, <laughs> and look what I've done to myself, and I might as well just, why am I even trying anymore? You know? Yeah. And, and that that consciousness has such a strong center of gravity that there are people that can never get past the the bad moment. And even, if, let's say it's a bad relationship. That's an easy one to zero in on for the purposes of this. And there are people that go, I was in this bad relationship. It was a loveless situation. We just didn't, we didn't click and I stayed in it for the sake of, I don't know, I didn't want to the upset kids. my parents or I didn't want to upset yeah. the kids. Yeah. Something, some reason. Some reason that never justifies betraying your own heart, but we won't go there. I stayed in it, I stayed in it. Now I'm not in it anymore, but I just think about that all the time. And whenever I meet a new person, I have to make sure they're not that same person and all of that. So really, you're still in the clutches of that bogus way of looking at life. And the healthier thing to do is to go, you know what, that's what it took for me. That was my 40. I did I did my hard 40. Right. And now I'm like, okay, I get it. Yeah, I don't my need... I, my 40 lashes, got through <laughs> them. You know, and sometimes it's it, it feels like that. Well, the know? Old Testament says you should never give anyone more than 40 lashes. Did you know that? That's why they did... In fact, a lot of times they would do 39 because the idea is you might have missed one somewhere in there. You don't want to mess oh, it wow. up. Oh, wow. Yeah. Jesus huh. got 39 lashes. Wow. For okay. example. All right. And so, but the idea is, you know what, that's, that's as much as anybody's supposed to have, which reinforces the idea that 40 is just your, that's what it took. However long it's taking you to get through whatever you're needed to get through. Yeah. There you go. And the Bible saying you shouldn't give more than 40, let's interpret that as, you know what, you've already been punished about this. You had a hard time. You don't need any more of that. In other words, the Bible is telling you, you're allowed to get over it. In fact, you have to get over it. The Bible says so. Yeah, get off your cross. Somebody <laughs> yeah, needs the wood. Exactly so. Yeah. I want you to look back at your life. And I, I don't know about you. I don't know if everybody's wired like I am. Probably not. Hopefully not for your sake. But I have those moments where I have just been sitting, you know, driving the car alone. You know, sort of when you start swimming around in your own thought. And I have thought about some dumb thing I did like when I was 15. And going, ooh, ooh, and you get the little bit of the the jerk chills because oh, I was such a jerk about that thing. It doesn't matter now. And it's it's not ever anything. We, oh, well, I need to track that person down from middle school and make an amends. No, you don't. Just don't be a jerk anymore. You I don't think I mean? that's just you. I think that everybody has those moments. I think obviously everybody has it in varying degrees. And yeah, when it's know, not I like mean, I'm tortured by it. No, I don't no, no, no. But uh, I sure everybody has that. You know, it's in their quiet moments of like, oh wow, that was. That was not that was not good what I did and I was totally horrible and oh my goodness and thank God I'm not that person anymore and I think it I think but you just chalk it up to well and it and it becomes a, a shoulder shrug and you move on your way because the point of carrying that around once you've learned the lesson from what you need to learn why are you still carrying it why are you still you know what what good is it doing you? I don't I that part I don't get. Well, but see, this is what I want to say. Anybody who hears, oh well, it's a thing I did when I was, let's say, fifteen. Any thinking, feeling person goes, well, you're not fifteen anymore. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Just you know, did you learn something cool? Let's move on. Any thinking, feeling person doesn't matter what your religious background is or whatever, how nice a person you are. It just sort of stands to reason, right? Well, so let's take that to the next level because the next level is not that 
weird, quirky, dumb thing you did, because everybody's got those. But let's take it to the next level because it's very easy for people to go, you know, I'm so upset that I spent all of that time thinking that I was a miserable thing sinner, <laughs> thinking I didn't deserve love, thinking that that job was going to give me my sense of identity before I got laid off, or thinking, you know, whatever. There are so many people that it's not some one thing they did, but they're punishing themselves for being in the purgatory of their own creation, right? But Or just in process. Uh -huh. I mean, it's... How come I didn't get this right away? Right. You know, I know I'm a child of God, and that means I'm entitled to not Everything. having a hard time. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the it's the same logic, though. You go, wait a minute, you're not that person anymore. And the fact that you can see how messed up it was means you're not there anymore. Unless you keep walking back into the same thicket, the same wilderness by the power of your deciding that that's still going to rule your consciousness. When our kids were little, they would mispronounce words all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, so, you know, one of them couldn't say hostable. Hostable. So, so it was hostable. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the other one couldn't do refrigerator, so it was free fridger. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so, the so many. was the A-pote. A-pote, yeah. yeah. You know, no R, just A-pote. Mm -hmm. um, they're not, they don't do that anymore. Right. And it's, it, this is a sweet version of it, but, you know, we sometimes reminisce and go back and say, oh, you know, remember when, you know, yeah. oh, you said remember that or whatever. Remember when we went to the hospital to get your you little know? brother? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And all of that. But you're doing that, you know, and, and you're doing that with all of the yuck memories. And you're going back and you're, but they're not there anymore. They're not babies anymore. They're not little anymore. They're, they've outgrown that. They can say hospital just fine now. <laughs> Everything's Yay, good. Yeah, homeschool works. And, you know, but... it was always kind of funny. when, Whenever we would go into the pediatrician, they'd be like, well, you know, are they still, they still drinking from a bottle? Have you started potty training? You know, those pacifiers, you know, blow. And, you know, and I would always lie and say, oh, yeah, everything's great. You know, and then at home, <laughs> you know, because I had a feeling when my kids were sick, the best way to get fluids into them is, oh, big surprise, a bottle, you know, and I knew that they weren't going to be carrying a bottle when they went away to college. <laughs> so really, you know, yeah, I, sure. I just, so I had a different style, you know, of parenting where it was just like, I, I really allowed both of the kids to kind of tell me when they were done with stuff. And then we dealt with it, yeah. you know, and but by and large, because there was that latitude, they were able to get done. They were able and there was to no extra gravity attached. To right. It, you know and I mean? so and so as you're speaking of this, it's it's if you're putting that kind of pressure on a little child, well, you're that little child and, you know, and you have all of this outer stuff you know, pressuring you like the pediatricians used to try to pressure me going, well, you know, they're, I don't know, you're, you're going to have problems and da, 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 and this and that. And this is, you know, and it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't think an extra six months of drinking out of a bottle is going to completely destroy my yeah, child. Exactly. Calm, exactly. calm down. And so I would like to try to take that idea and treat ourselves that way. It's like if it takes you a little bit longer to get through something or to figure something out, that's okay. Hang on to your pacifier for as long as you need to. But get and, the lesson. But get the lesson. Be and then my kids don't think about their pacifiers anymore. 
because it's a part of them that they don't need. It's not necessary anymore. They don't think about diapers anymore. They don't think about any, and, and as, and I know that I'm beating this metaphor just so deep down into the ground, but that's how silly it is, is thinking of yourself. Remember when I used to wear diapers? Remember when I, you know, I mean, really, you, you really, well, is that a romantic for you? I got to, that, wait. Well, hold on. Cause there's a whole nother set of challenges. This is but, on but, the internet. There's, <laughs> there are places to go. But I mean, but, okay. Yeah. But we're talking about, mainstream you know, your normal sort of mainstream yeah. kind of, kind of a deal. Well, and the thing you is, don't romanticize that. You have moved on from that. I got two so things how, to say about that. So yeah. how is that different from any other growth period of your life? Everything is like everything Stop else. Stop it. Yeah. So two things to say about that. I think probably everybody has got somebody in their life. And, you know, coming up on Thanksgiving before too long, you might have to see that person before too long. Everybody's got somebody in their life that knew them when they were younger, that knew them when they did something dumb. And it might be that you've got somebody in your life that just can't drop it. It's like, look, it's not funny anymore that I... And fill in the blank from your own history. Whatever it was. It's not funny anymore. Stop it. You know what I mean? And you know that you don't want to sit next to that uncle or aunt or cousin or whatever it is. Because you don't want to hear the story again. It's like, you know, I'm an adult now. I did. I have done things since that time that I, whatever it was. Well, you know how you feel when you have to deal with that person? Well, don't do that to yourself. Right. That's part of it. But the other part of it is, okay, if you feel like you're wandering through the wilderness and you don't know the way out and all of that, you've really got two choices. If you dwell on how bad the wilderness stinks, you're not going to find your way out. You're going to still be concentrating on the trees instead of on the, on the path, so to speak. So you've got a choice about what you do, but if you just take a minute and you go, you know what, I did my 40 on that. The fact that I now know that this isn't okay is a sign that you're ready to move on from it. So concentrate on that feeling of, oh, you know what, all right, I'm good, I'm done now. Concentrate on the feeling of done versus a feeling of anger or frustration or kicking yourself or ridicule or any of the that constellation of, garbage emotions because they're not helpful they are going to keep you lost you are entitled to get over whatever it is that you're chewing on and the process ends when you learn whatever it is you need to learn and the learning starts when you decide for it to instead of beating yourself up and making fun of yourself it's time you're allowed you've done your 40 it's time to move on All right, so this is the listen up part of the show. And as you know, this is the part where people write in questions that they've been working on and, and wanted to get our opinion about and wanted to do that sort of thing. And there's a lot of ways to send us your questions. You can you can just write an email to info at waterandstonechurch.com. There's a great contact us form on our website, which strangely enough is waterandstonechurch.com. We're on Facebook and Twitter, and you could even send us an Instagram comment. There's lots of ways. We got a phone number. You can text us if you're you're feeling saucy. But anyway, this question came from Joan 
A. Thank you, Joan, for the question. And and I, I like the way this is worded. Joan says, I know because it's pumpkin spice everything that it's time to start thinking about the holidays. And I just bought my plane ticket to go back home and spend Thanksgiving with my family. However, I don't want to go. How do I deal with my family? Ah. Uh. Do we have to answer this? Sorry. <laughs> no, Joan. You're, Sorry, Joan. Sorry, Joan. You're, you're on, on your own. No, I uh, I got to tell you, this is, you know, and you know this, this is, a, this is a question that comes up for a lot of people. A lot of people. And it is 100% valid. Well, let's start with the positives. She brought, she, let's start with the positives. She bought the tickets. Yeah, she good did for it. you. She you, did it. You're, you're doing it. You know, Engage. so that's, so that's, 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 that's one. So, okay. There's a part of you that is like, all right, I want to do the right thing. And I think anytime you're facing a challenge, an uphill struggle of any kind, you have to go, why am I doing this? And what are the good things that can possibly come out of them? You know, and, and you don't want to go, but there's a part of you that does want to go otherwise you wouldn't have bought the tickets yeah and 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 that's and that really is the truth because there's there are things that happen where i have gotten to a period of my life where it will never happen again i have said absolutely no to things never again not gonna happen nada Mm -mm. sure so the fact that you can even go to the place where you have tried to do the right thing there is something in that is going on in your heart. And there's a desire maybe to be able to get through something, to fix something, to, to have a some connection healing. with something, yeah. to find a healing. So start there. Start with why did you buy the tickets in the first place? <laughs> and it may be that it is a totally negative reason that you bought the tickets. And I would say to that, don't do it again. Yeah, but you know what? I got to tell you, I think that behind every action, there is some desire for good. You know, sometimes people do dumb things. I'm not saying you did, Joan, but sometimes people do dumb things. But even then, the desire was for something to get better, for some kind of pleasure, for some kind of growth, for some kind of victory, big or small. And so you are well within your rights to go, now, why did I buy that ticket? (laughs) So part of it is you know what, there's something good about family. There's something good about getting back to some of the places that you've come from. There's something really good about saying, you know what, healing. And also, look, in some way, my heart and soul chose to be in this universe, and part of that experience is this biological family. Now, I'm not saying you have to put up with dysfunction, by all means. I'm not saying you're stuck with that, not even remotely but it is important to go okay no on some level why why did i choose to be born with with this crew and it very well may be the lesson is a straightforward one something about well i've learned what not to do i'm going to move on from that but it may also be that they've got something to teach you that's valuable now we have talked about this a million times it's sort of table stakes for dealing with people so i apologize for the repetition but it bears repetition you are in somebody else's life for exactly two reasons. You are there to learn from them and you are there to teach them. 
And we've talked about this over and over again, but like I said, this is sort of 101 of interpersonal relationships. And if you can honestly go, okay, well, I am learning X, Y, and Z, a couple of things happen all at once. First of all, when you see that person as a teacher instead of some kind of an adversary, you open yourself up to a lot of things. But also, it may well be that if you learn the lesson that cousin so-and-so is teaching you, once again, even if it's what not to do, but a lot of times it's a bigger lesson than that. If you really learn that lesson, either they have fulfilled that role in your life and you can move on and really let it go, and you don't have to worry about it repeating it anymore, or the relationship will change. And all of a sudden you can grow past that and maybe there's a closeness that can be found. Either or both can happen if you teach, treat the other person as a teacher. But by the same token, don't miss the opportunity to teach somebody. Because if you don't stand up for your truth and say, this is what's in my heart, this is what makes me tick. If you don't take that opportunity to teach, you know, the universe needs you to teach. So if you don't take that opportunity, the universe is going to say, oh, try again. Let's do this again. You're going to deal with this again. And maybe you don't deal with it with that specific physical person, but you will be put in situations where you are called upon to share what's in your heart. And, you know, just on the mechanic side of it, go have a piece of pie. Go have a glass of wine. Go chill out. Not everything has to be a battle. You don't, you know, would you rather be happy or would you rather be right? It's a couple of days, you know. Just maybe be there, hold the space of peace, and then, you know, complain on the way home. Yeah. Well, and, and I, I'm glad, <laughs> you, know, I'm glad you, know, you said that because so, for, for one thing, look, there's probably going to be mashed potatoes there, so it can't be all bad. It can't be all but, bad. But the other thing is when I say you're there to teach, I'm not saying you've got to make somebody wrong. You ever have a teacher that tried to make you wrong? They weren't a very good teacher. No. What I'm saying is share your heart. Really be present in that moment. And you'll get to a different kind of place. And, you know, we wrote a great, we wrote a book and there's a great chapter in there. I'm particularly proud of the chapter we wrote about family. And, and I'd love for you to go check out our book, Branching In. It's, it's, it's great. I'm, I just, I adore that book. It was so much fun to write and everything. But one of the things that we said in the book is that family is defined not really by blood, not really by a lot of the things like proximity or being under the same roof. Those things can come and go and family remains. Honestly, family is defined by what you serve. What's your big idea? And as we say in the book, some families serve a dysfunction and they spend their time tiptoeing around something, elephant in the room kind of thing. But so maybe this is an opportunity to go, maybe we can serve something bigger. And you can't force anybody else to do that, but maybe you can find something bigger in that situation because you know what yes you've got to deal with your family but you know what they've got to deal with you too don't be a jerk about it enjoy your potatoes skip the gravy try a vegetarian thanksgiving <laughs> but take a minute and go you know what i gotta put up with you yahoos guess what there's weird stuff about me there's big beautiful amazing stuff about me that maybe i haven't shared because i've been scared well you don't have to be scared anymore because whether or not your biological family gets you you're loved, and you're worth it. So just be you for a change, and then you'll know. And maybe you'll buy that ticket more enthusiastically next year, or maybe you'll skip it. But at least you'll know. Go share your heart.
right, it's time to check it out. And this is the part where we tell you what we're up to, where we're going, all the stuff that we're doing, and it's a lot. It's a good list. Do you it's know a, where you're a, going to? I, well, Do you like the things that life is showing you? Oh, honey. Do you know? Oh. oh. A little mahogany. Come on now. Come okay. On. All right. All right. So the first thing that we want to talk about is that we have a teen retreat that is happening November 3rd through the 5th. And it's really going to be great. It's in Crystal River, Florida. We're, we're going to be doing a service project at Unity of Citrus County. We're going to be helping them out with their playground. And we are absolutely thrilled. I've so actually that's... spoken at that church a couple of times. It's a neat community. And I'm, I'm excited to see that they're growing and doing good stuff. And, and I love it when we get to actually go serve at a church. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I love that. And then we also want to talk about um, on November 11th, we have our monthly community service project through Water and Stone Church. And we're going to be working with Metropolitan Ministries. There's more information on it on our Facebook page and on our website. So go check that out. We're going to be volunteering from 11 to 2. And based on how many people we have and based on their needs for that day, we could be in their warehouse. We could be serving food. We could be cleaning stuff out. We could be raking their yard. We don't know until we get there, but we're coming with um, T-shirts, jeans, and closed-toed shoes, yeah. just like they've asked us to, nice. and we will be ready to work, and I'm really looking forward to that. Again, that is November 11th. And then um, we always have our Wednesday, our Wednesday mornings. Uh, we go for a walk. You know about them. They're a sunrise walk, and we've been watching the sun come up now because the timing is just perfect. Yeah, check us out. The, our, the Water and Stone Instagram account feed, whatever you call it, is really cool and there's there's a lot of pictures we put on there but there's always a picture from our wednesday morning walks there's been some really cool mm -hmm. sunrise pictures there's been some cool pictures of just being downtown st pete but and connections so much fun yeah and connections made that you don't expect you know so come join us um about 7 20 yeah. right at north shore, north shore. beach mm -hmm. and if you can see the volleyball nets you can see where jenny and i and the rest of the crew are we always out. pause for a minute about seven twenty until about seven twenty three. so there's <laughs> not a lot of window of time because we want to get going to get that coffee but so if you are and here's the thing if you do plan on coming just give us a heads up you can yeah. text us you can email us you yeah, know there's always about, the people who walk with us tend to know but if you're new and you're concerned about it or whatever Hey, you know where to find us. Let us know. Send us a, a email or a text or a whatever, and we will we'll make sure that we hook up with you. Right. Also, Wednesday evenings, Dieter is now in the midst of a thirteen-part series. Those videos that he is doing and that those lessons that he are, that he is doing go up Wednesday nights at eight p.m. Go check them out on YouTube. And while you're there, go ahead, give his videos a thumbs up. Subscribe to our channel. It helps us. Right now, everybody, we are trying to get to 100 subscribers because YouTube doesn't think that you're legitimate until you get to 100 yeah, you, subscribers. You are in internet kook territory. Until you, it, get until you get to 100. 100 is the magic number. So tell your friends. Go subscribe. Make a couple of fake accounts. It doesn't really <laughs> don't matter. Do no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But don't, I got to tell that. you, I got to tell you, I am so proud of what we've been doing with the videos. I mean, obviously, your This Day videos are part of that YouTube channel. So if you subscribe, you'll get those amazing videos. The stuff that I've been doing, this 13-part uh, series is basically, here's what it is that we believe in. 
And here's how to make it work in your life. And here's how to be a part of that. So I'm really proud of this. This is the beginning of something for me as well. And you'll get those if you subscribe. You'll also get videos from our Sunday morning services and a lot of little surprises. They and really stuff like are that. good. And you are doing a fantastic job. And I'm super proud of you. Thank and you. I'm super proud of them. But so, yeah, go to our YouTube channel and subscribe. And I want to let you know that. You can go search for Water and Stone Church on YouTube and, you know, find it that way. But you'd have to search around a little bit. The easiest way by far is to go to oh, – there's two easiest ways by far. Easy way by far, number one, is go to our Facebook page and there's a YouTube link that you can watch the moves right there on Facebook. And you can even click the subscribe button right there. Super easy. Easiest way by far, number two – trust me, it makes sense – is go to our website, waterandstonechurch.com. And scroll, yeah, scroll, scroll to the bottom all the way of to the bottom. any page of the website. There's, hit the, there's hit, little icons yep. for Twitter and hit Facebook the YouTube and YouTube. Icon. And, uh, I don't even go know watch, what else. go subscribe. So yeah. super easy to find, and we are super grateful for you to find that. Um, I also want to let you know that uh, Sundays we have our sunset celebration, and that's every single Sunday. We tend to gather about a half hour before sunset, and I won't give a time because, as you know, sunset changes every day. Ask your phone. Your phone knows. But if you go to the waterandstonechurch.com website, there's a link there that will provide a map. But it's St. Pete Beach if you park at the Dolphin Village Public Beach Access Parking and go a little bit south of the public entrance to the beach. You'll find us. We have a giant Water and Stone Church banner, and usually people are flying kites and stuff, and the weather's getting nicer. It's so awesome. Man, sunset was awesome last week. It was week. beautiful. Really, really beautiful. So, and, and we've got some special stuff planned for this Sunday, some new new things that we want to try out. But it's super informal, just kind of gather and, and be a part of that. I want to let you know, and Jenny talked about some of the stuff, but I want to let you know that we're really engaging with our social action activities. It's a huge deal for us. We really want to be a part of this community, and we really want to make a difference in the world. It's great if you believe this stuff. It's important. Yeah, but what are you doing about it? What are you it? doing about it? Right. That's the thing. The question is, what now? You know, mm -hmm. and so part of that, not all of it, but part of it is what we do. And I want to let you know, on top of all of the amazing things, one of the things that I'm kind of tickled by is we are going to be participating in No Shave November. And well, I, I'm not. I, I'm not participating. You, but, but somehow you, you could make a beard work. You, I, you'd make oh, it no. beautiful somehow. Oh, no. No, but, no, no. But I made a page on the official No Shave November site just for the Water and Stone Church team. I haven't checked in a couple of days. I don't know if anybody else has signed up yet, but. But a lot of us are going to sign up, and the rules are, are there, and you can see it. But the basic idea is the money that you would have spent on shaving accoutrement, you donate to some causes. Um, you can also get people to donate money on your behalf, like a walkathon or you know one of those kind of things. And the basic idea is on October 31st, you can shave. You start the morning of November 1st clean shaven, and you grow a beard and you're allowed to you can even trim it you don't have to look like one of them duck dynasty yahoos you can uh you can you can uh, you know trim and manscape and whatever you do but you're growing a beard for the month of november so uh it's it's really a neat way to just little things that we can do to make a difference i want to let you know that we meet as you know our sunday celebrations are the fourth sunday of every month it's at coming 11 o'clock it's coming and up it is coming up the, the one that's coming up for October, October 22nd, is called Wild Faith. And I'm really excited about this one. I, I, I've, the universe has given me a little bit more time to really think about 
how this works. And obviously faith is a big deal. That's the mountain moving stuff. And I don't know about you, but I got mountains that need to be moved in my life. I got seas that need to be parted. Stuff has got to happen. And all of that happens through faith. Now, faith seems like a great big thing. And the truth is, it's already going on in your life. The question isn't, how do I go get more faith? The question is, what am I going to do with it, with this amazing faith I have? And we're going to talk about it. I promise, something's going to happen for you on October 22nd at 11 o'clock. There's a map and all that, but we're meeting at the University of South Florida, St. Pete's Harbor Hall. It's a beautiful venue. I love that place. And uh, just, I, I'd love for you to be there. It's going to make a difference for you. So, Dieter, it's that time again. Time to wrap it up. <laughs> Forty times. Forty times. But you know what? I, I, I love it every time. The thing is, everybody's going through stuff. Like we always say, life is messy. Thank God. Thank God life is messy. Thank God there's stuff that happens. The, the, the bumpy roads make the ride fun, you know? Get to a place where you can look back at the bumpy parts of your life and go, you know what? I did my 40. It's okay. It's time for me to move on now. Yes, I'm going to be confronted with people in my life, at my job, and at the Thanksgiving table who think about things different than I do. That's okay because that's how we learn. Let it be that each and every messy, passionate, wonderful, crazy, scary, thrilling moment of life conspires to make you better. Let it make you better. There's something in you that's trying to come out. And you know what? If you got to wander around the wilderness a little bit to figure that out, so be it. But don't focus on the trees. Focus on the path. Just stay on it. You've got this. You've got this. Because God has got you. This podcast is recorded at Pin Feather Studios. And the head honcho of Pin Feather Studios... Uh, our, our producer is the handsome and strong Raina Randolph. She is one half of the music that you hear and the breaks in the podcast and, and part of the band that we hear on our Sunday morning celebrations and all of that. The other half of the music you hear is the lovely and talented Miles Randolph. This podcast is solely supported by you. And you know what that means by gum. You heard it 39 times already. What it means is... We don't run advertising on the on the podcast. We don't do any of that kind of stuff. What we need from you in order to help keep the home fires burning, there's three things you can do. First of all, please spread the word. Tell somebody about this podcast. Go to our website, waterandstonechurch.com, and, and share that. I put a lot of work into those blog posts that I write. Every week there's a new blog post. I adore that, and it's it's one of the ways that I try to get the word out. But the blog posts go out there, share it with somebody. Uh, they get posted to Twitter and Facebook and retweeted or reposted or re-whatever it. Let somebody know. If any of this means anything to you, it's going to mean something to somebody else. So help us spread the word about what we're doing. The other thing you can do for us is go to wherever you're listening to this podcast, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever you're listening to this podcast, and take the eight seconds that it takes to write us a five-star review. Write us a five-star review because that's what kicks in the super special secret elves and gnomes that make iTunes work and let them know that this is a legitimate podcast and it helps them decide that we're worth listening to. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. 
And finally, the most important thing of all is just show up. We're doing a lot of things, man. We've got a full calendar. If you go to our website or you go to our Facebook page, you see that there's a tremendous amount of events. All of them are, are designed to have you increase and enhance your relationship with God. And all of them are designed to make your world, our world, better. Those are the two things that we do, big and small, every time. Be a part of that. Come show up for the things that we're doing. I'm especially interested in you being a part of our Sunday morning celebrations. Once again, that's the fourth Sunday of every month at 11 o'clock. You can find the details on the website. But the best way to find out the details is to text the word I am ready, all one word, I-A-M-R-E-A-D-Y. Text I am ready to 84576. That's 84576. Text I am ready to 84576 and you will be in the loop for our announcements and all that kind of stuff. We send about one text a week. Not a big deal, but it'll be a reminder of, hey, we got a picnic coming up. Or, hey, Sunday service is X, Y, and Z. Check this out. No big deal, but it makes sure you don't miss anything because we don't want to miss you. 